Can you, can you count? One, two, no. Here are some of the concepts we'll be talking about in this module. The first are related to the philosophical concept of an object. In philosophy, when we talk about an object, what we mean is a thing or an entity, something that has being. And a way to think about what we mean by an object is to think about if we were to make a catalog of everything in the world that existed, those things on that list would be an object. Now, one kind of object that we talk about a lot, um, and in this module in particular, are ordinary objects. And these are things that we encounter in our normal everyday life. Um, so if you were to make a catalog of the things in your room or in your apartment or in your dorm, those things on that list would likely be ordinary objects. Now, you're probably not gonna write down you know, particular atoms that make up the things that um, exist in your room or wherever you live, right? So we're excluding very small things and we're excluding you know, very large things from that list. Now, in contrast to an object, there are things in philosophy that we call properties. And these are qualities or characteristics that an object has. So there, there are things um, that objects can have in common with one another. So things like color, you could have different objects um, that share the same color, or they can be things that allow us to distinguish objects, right? So one being larger than something than another object. So one has the quality of being a particular size and another has a quality of being some other size. So those are what we mean when we talk about properties. Now there's a further distinction um, when we talk about properties that's important in this module, and that's between types and tokens. Uh, types are a single universal thing that could be instantiated in many what we call tokens. Uh, so numbers are a good example of this. So the number three is a type, but it has millions upon millions of tokens. Those are the particular inscriptions or representations the physical manifestations of that particular type is what we call a token. So there is one type of the number three, but there are many, many tokens out in the world. The next concept, the next set of concepts that we'll be thinking about are related to identity and counting. We're gonna be talking about a particular kind of identity. What we mean by that is numerical identity. So if I, have these two objects, right? We might sometimes in ordinary conversation say that they are identical. And what we mean by that is that they, they look the same, right? They uh, you know, have the same shape and the same color. Uh, they are used for the same purposes, right? But that's not what we're meaning when we talk about numerical identity. What we mean by numerical identity is being the exact same thing. And this is in contrast to distinctness, right? So even though these things are similar, right, we say that they are distinct, um, there's this object is different from this object. A principle that's related to identity is called Leibniz's law. And this says that if object A and object B are identical, then they must have all the same properties. So if something is the exact same thing as itself, then unsurprisingly, it has all the same features as itself. 
Now, when it comes to counting, we're going to encounter two errors of counting. One is overcounting. So that's when we attribute uh, a larger uh, cardinality uh, to the things that we're counting than that are actually there. That means we say that there are more things uh, than actually exist in reality. The opposite error is undercounting. That's when we don't properly count the number of things that exist in reality. We said there are less things than there actually are. Another thing when it comes to counting that we're going to encounter are two concepts of infinity. There's actual infinity. So this is if there's an infinite series, that means that the entire series in its infiniteness exists, then there's potential infinity. And potential infinity doesn't say that the entire series exists. All it says is at any point in the series, you could always keep going further. It doesn't say that the entire infinity actually exists. La uh, next, we're going to talk about um, different views that there are when it comes to objects. So there's the one thinger or the monist. And the monist thinks that when you look at an object and you think about the object and its matter, the object and its matter are the exact same thing. They are numerically identical. This is in contrast to the two thinger or the pluralist who says the object and the thing that it's made out of are distinct objects. Right? They think they are not numerically identical. Then there's the eliminativist who says of ordinary objects, those things don't actually exist. This pen, the eliminativist says, doesn't actually exist. Then we have a view called physicalism. And this is the view that the only things that exist in reality are physical objects. And the thing that they are saying doesn't exist are what we call abstract objects. So these could be things like uh, properties or numbers or propositions um, or relations. Those, they say that those kind of things don't actually exist. Lastly, we're going to be talking about um, some different um, ways we evaluate theories of the world. So if, what we mean by a theory are a set of claims that are intended to explain some observations that we have about the world. And one criteria that we evaluate theories by is simplicity. And so we say that if two theories equally explain the data and one theory ends up being simpler than another, we should prefer the simpler theory.